Hey, you want to hear some great news? Hey everyone, welcome to the Stewardship of You. This is a Peak Energy Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Darley. We spend time with leaders and experts every week talking about how can we better steward ourselves. We're talking about our energy, our health, our focus, our emotions, all those things so that we can lead better. Because we've learned that it's difficult to do anything when you're low on energy, especially leading. And I say this every week, you owe it to those you lead and those you love to bring your best energy. Now, this episode is brought to you by Peak Energy Nutrition. And as a special thank you, you can use the code PODCAST for 10% off your entire order. These are premium supplements to help busy leaders with their energy. It's peakenergynutrition.com, and you can use the code PODCAST. All right, let's get to it. Today's solo episode I'm going to be walking through how I set goals and resolutions because tis the seasons, the time of year at the end of the year to be thinking about next year's goals, next year's resolutions. And, um, you know, it seems that it's pretty incredible that we've made it this far, right? 2020 was, was nuts in many ways and it's been a long year for sure. Uh, and so while we, you know, kind of recover from that, it's time really to start thinking about, you know, next year and how do we dream and plan and figure out what are we going to do to make, you know, this coming year better? What are we going to do to make ourselves better, our businesses, families, our ministries? And so there are two parts of doing this well, and I'm going to share kind of my process to help you create a plan to actually achieve your goals. Um, Yeah, setting goals is a great step, but, you know, that's not the end goal. You don't want to just set them, right? We want to accomplish them. And so um, as I was kind of putting this together, I was doing a little, little research and found a couple things that are just crazy to me is that only 8% of people end up keeping their new year's resolutions. Right. And then the other thing I read was 80% of resolutions. They're already, they've already failed by the time people get to February. Right. So the first 30 days of the year we go at it uh, and, you know, the gyms are packed and everything is busy and crazy and we're all committed. And then by February, you know, 80% of People have already kind of failed with that. And so if you're looking for change, you know, you want to overcome these. There's really three main reasons that people, I think, fail to get past February and then, you know, actually across the finish line with their resolutions. First off, they have no goal or plan, right? So they just, hey, I'm going to accomplish, you know, this is my goal, but I got no idea how I'm actually going to do it. They don't have steps. And so we'll get back to that. Uh, the second was they try to do it alone, right? So, hey, I'm going to set this goal. You know, I'm going to commit to, you know, losing weight or getting in shape or, you know, starting a business, whatever it may be. And then they try to do it alone. And so we're going to talk about how we're going to overcome that as well. And the last is you just don't have enough energy, right, to actually do the work. Because when we're talking about resolutions or we're talking about extra work, you're talking about doing all that on top of, right, your normal life. You're, you've got work and parenting and school and just all the stuff that you have on top of life, you know, or that you're already doing. And then you're going to add on top, Hey, you're trying to work out more or, you know, start a side hustle or whatever. And you just don't have enough energy. And so this is why we're going to be doing the new year, new you challenge. Uh, it's a free challenge. So join us. We're going to be in small groups of folks trying to accomplish our goals and resolutions together. We're going to meet, um, virtual, uh, weekly. We'll have some private, um, little video sessions on zoom or in Facebook and also be sharing some, 
different content with you. Uh, as a part of that, we're going to have some special guests hop in as well. I'm going to share a couple of uh, ebooks that I've written uh, to help, especially if you're looking at potentially losing weight or want to get better shape or, you know, add more energy. We're going to be talking about that. I've got my, the, the ebook, the energy factor guide to intermittent fasting, which is pretty helpful for folks. And then we'll have some behind the scenes interviews. So I'd love for you to be a part of that. You can register for free at challenge.peakenergynutrition.com slash start. So that's challenge.peakenergynutrition.com slash start. All right, so let's talk about goal setting for 2021. So there's here's the first step. Before you actually jump in and start thinking about 2021, it's important really to pause, reflect, and think about 2020. Now, I know we want to, you know, kind of speed past that, but, you know, the idea that Jim Collins talked about so much in Good to Great was this, he, he, he talked about confronting the brutal facts, right? So the idea is, is it's impossible to make a great plan, a strategy, vision, action, whatever it is, without first knowing and, and really having a firm grip on reality, right, of, of just this, in this current moment. So, like, where am I at really? What What's really going on right now? What is reality right now? And so reflecting on the previous years about, assessing and confronting those brutal facts you know so for example you want to figure out you've got a health or fitness goal that you want for 2021 so knowing what your weight is now and what your journey was this past year can help you put together a goal and a plan for this year that that makes sense right so if you lost 25 pounds last year and you're eight percent body fat then you know losing another 25 pounds this year is probably not likely but if you're human right like me and and others you know, likely what happened last year is you start out and you dropped, say, five or 10 pounds and, and, and then you gained seven back and then you lost four more. And then by the end of the year, you gained seven back and you pretty much ended maybe, you know, right in line where, where you started. Right. So knowing what the journey was and what actually took place for you will allow you to put together a better plan and a strategy. And so, you know, one of the things I like to do is I like to start out when I'm thinking about the, the next year or, you know, the next season of goals, I like to do a review. And so this is kind of what I do. Um, when I'm thinking about a year in review, it's a couple of things. I want to celebrate the good, right? I want to celebrate the wins, the accomplishments. It's not all about, Hey, what went wrong? What can I improve? But it's, Hey, what, what actually went right? What's, what, what are some good things, right? This will help boost your joy, your gratefulness, right? Often we can forget the good and the pursuit of the goals and just the busyness of life and just fly right past the good that actually happened, right? So we want to confront the brutal facts, right? What what didn't go right? What did go right? What's my actual starting point? And then there, we're, once we figured out, hey, this is what's working, you know, this is where I actually made progress. So this is what I need to make progress on. We can put together a better plan. So we want to start by answering some questions. Um, feel free, you can, I'll, I'll list off a couple of things that I, um, some of the questions I work through, you can add your own, modify, you know, whatever. So here's some of the questions that I would work through, right? What are, what are five big wins from this year? How many goals did I set last year that I actually reached? What were they? What were the results of reaching them? You know, what good came from it? Uh, how many goals did I set that I didn't reach, right? Why didn't I reach them? What were my five tape, uh, five top favorite moments, right? Think about trips or family time, celebration, wins at work. What are, you know, healthy habits that I had last year? Uh, did I develop any bad habits? What impacted my energy the most for the positive? What can I do to recreate that next year? 
what were the circumstances or ingredients of stretches and uh, time where I was really maximizing my, my results and my output? Um, how do you rate your relationships? So thinking about relationship with your spouse or kids, with yourself, your spiritual relationships, friends, work. How do you rate your relationships? Um, or, what are you most proud of from this past year? What's the most important lesson you learned this year? Uh, there's a whole bunch of other ones you could go through here. Um, you know, what are some challenges that you over overcame? Uh, where did you waste time? You know, what resources did you waste? Um, what helps you stay on track with your goals? How is your health? Uh, how is your fitness? Um, what do you wish you could do over? Um, these are a bunch of questions you can work through. Uh, again, there's a whole there's a whole host of questions you can get. But again, the idea is just to reflect upon how did this year go? Confront those brutal facts, and so. Uh, start working through those questions and just spend some time. Uh, give yourself a good baseline, um, you know, to, to get started. And so, all right, so don't skip the review. So spend, spend, you don't have to spend days on a, you know, silent retreat, you know, journaling for 48 straight hours, but take a little bit of time. Do that maybe first thing in the morning. Grab grab a coffee and a journal and some of these questions and come up with some of your own and just work through those. Hey, what was working? What, what, what really happened in 2021? And then give yourself that baseline. So, all right. So now let's, let's start talking about how do we actually create goals in 2021 that we're going to keep, um, that would be helpful for us, helpful for those that we lead, helpful for those that, you know, we love like our family members. And so a couple things to remember when it comes to setting goals, you know, most people don't take time to establish them or even write them out. So if you're doing this you're ahead of the game right and those that do right they're they're if you write them down studies show you're much more likely to accomplish them so don't just hey my goal is you know on a on a way 186 pounds or whatever it may be don't just say it in your head actually write it down um so goal setting should be should help you get from where you want from get where you are now to where you want to go right so um that, that should be helpful. And remember that, again, the, the goal isn't really necessarily the goal. It's, it's what you get when you accomplish the goal, right? So for example, losing pound, losing 20 pounds might be the goal you write down, but what it gets you is it gets you better health. It gets you better energy. It gets you more confidence. It gets you more options in your closet, right? With something to wear, right? You get to win a bet with a friend, whatever it may be. But, you know, think about what do I actually, what happens if I cross the finish line with this goal. So here is some things that I do when it comes to actually setting goals and resolutions. So I've had various levels of success over the last two decades, you know, of goal setting. Some years have been great. Some have been bad. Here are a few of the mistakes that I've made. Um, and hopefully you can avoid these this coming year is one is that sometimes I'll set too many goals, right? So I'm setting like 10 different goals and 10 different areas of life and all of a sudden I've just got so many things on the board so many targets and it's just difficult to really accomplish any of them so um, don't set so many goals you get overwhelmed the next one is setting these unrealistic timelines right so it's probably going to take a little longer than you think uh, and it's okay the idea is to keep working so hey don't try to lose 50 pounds in January that's I mean maybe you could but it's probably not healthy and it's probably not going to last so set realistic timelines uh, I'll, I'll base targets, uh, goals, sorry, on targets or inputs that are like their guesses at best, right? So 
Um, this is true, like in entrepreneurial things, like with business, like I'll randomly pick, here's a sales goal, or here's a new product we're launching, you know, and I don't really have data for it. So I just kind of guess. And then, you know, I don't hit the goal or I don't hit it in time and it's frustrating or it gets you down, but you know, just random, random guesses, uh, timelines aren't beneficial. Um, last one, you know, is I'll, I'll set a goal without steps of how I'm going to get there. Right. And, and this is so crucial for success is that, you know, don't set a goal without knowing actually what are you going to take to get there? Right. So, again, going back to health goals. So, hey, you want to lose 15 pounds. You can't just set that without having some sort of action of what you're going to do. And so those are some of the mistakes I've made. We'll dig into a little deeper here in just a second. Um, so the next thing you want to do is here is start organizing how you're going to actually write these down. So step one for me is, you know, I choose kind of some big areas of life that need a goal, right? So here are the five that I focus on. You can take these again, use them or use your own is, is, is first is personal. And that's like my spiritual goals, you know, fun goals, personal development. Like it's, that's me. Um, next is health and fitness goals. And, and, I, and I do bless that out from, from, from personal goals just because it's such a huge part uh, of all these. And so health and fitness for me is going to wait, um, you know, the, the level of fitness I want to have, the running things like Spartan races and goals for that, um, how, how my sleep is and, and different biohacks, stuff like that. So I have health and fitness goals. Then I have family goals. So thinking about relationships, activities, things that we do as a family, things, places we want to go and, you know, what we want to, what we want the year to be like together. Uh, financial goals. So thinking about savings goals or giving goals, earning goals, investment goals, those things. And then five would be my work and business goals. So, you know, I have growth and think about marketing expansion, all those things. So step one is choose the areas of life that you want to have goals in. Again, try not to have too many. Those are the five I use. The next one is right. One, two, three goals for each area. Right. So Step three, write five action steps that will, that you'll, that you're going to take, you know, either daily or weekly to accomplish them. Right. So my fitness goal is, you know, I want to be able to finish a Spartan race in a certain amount of time. All right. So what steps am I going to take to get there? Right. Well, part of that is I need to be running and lifting weights a certain number of times a week. Right. That's one of the action steps I'm going to take. Um, if you're trying to, you know, lose weight, follow a new diet, right? So, Hey, what, how are you going to track what you eat? How are you going to track, you know, what, what calories you're eating in those things? What, what types of food, what's the nutrients you're getting? So how are you going to track it? So you want to write action steps for each goal, right? Um, the next thing you want to do is for the month of January, I want you to go into your calendar and actually write down the steps you're going to take each day. So just go ahead and put them in your calendar. We know that what's, I think the modern, you know, proverb, what's in our calendar gets done, right? So put it in your calendar, sync it on your phone, on your, on your iPad, on your computer, get it on your calendar, put the reminder, don't go to bed till you finished it. Step five is you want to write out what's the tangible benefit you get when you accomplish the goal, right? What do you get? And, and like, who else will benefit? So you think about, you know, who benefits, you know, if you accomplish the goal, because a lot of times it's not just you, it's other people, right? It's your family, it's your business, it's your business partners, investors, whatever it may be. Um, I, a couple thoughts here um, is that, you know, something is better than nothing, right? I'd rather get something down and make it a starting point. And you can always 
polish it, make it better moving forward. Um, cause you know, a lot of times we're going to get stuck, you know, and, and, and things are going to be, you know, they're not going to be perfect and go how we want them to. And so you can, you know, some movement is better than nothing, right? So get something down and get started. Um, last thing too, is, um, when you're, when you're stuck, like coming up with goals, like, I don't know what to do, right? It can be really helpful. Spend a little bit of time thinking about, you know, the vision you have for kind of these areas of your life, right? And so arbitrary goals, right? They're just difficult to accomplish, right? I mean, why do I, why would I want to stick with some arbitrary goal? I don't, it's not really tied to anything, you know, that important. I know maybe I should be healthier, but that just is like this arbitrary goal, you know, tie it back to something in your life, right? Like I want to be able to, you know, hike Machu Picchu when, you know, I can travel to, you know, South America next year, whatever it may be, like tie it to a tangible, tangible goal. Um, so here are some questions that you can run through. Again, you want to establish some clarity of on vision and kind of what success looks like for you in these different areas. This is not an exhaustive list. I just jotted some stuff down that, I, that I've used in my planning in the past. Um, this can get the wheels going, right? So for personal, right, what areas of my life do I need to grow? What do I, where do I need to learn new things? What are four topics I would like to learn more about this year? What's a non-work goal I can achieve? What is a, a memory I want to create, right? What's, again, for us, for like me and my family, it's travel. Where can we go? What's a cool memory we could create together? What areas of life do I need to step out of my comfort zone, right? How am I going to do this? Um, how do I want to continue to grow spiritually? So those are some personal questions that you can ask to get, you know, the, the wheel spinning. For health, how am I happy, satisfied with my current health and fitness? Am I satisfied with where I'm at or do I need to change, right? Okay, what, what do I want it to be if, I, if I'm not satisfied? What weight should I be at to have enough energy to do all that I'm called to do, right? What's a fitness goal that could stretch me out of my comfort zone, right? So it's, you know, running a marathon or a half marathon or a 5K or a turkey trot or whatever. Like do something, put it, what's a challenging goal you could set? Um, how often should I be working out to look and feel how I want to? Is there a gym or program that I should sign up for? Um, how can I get enough sleep to stay healthy and energized? So those are some some health goals. Uh, family relationships. How much time do I want to spend with my family each day and week? Right. That seems like such a ridiculous question to even ask, but you know, asking it and helps you put it on the calendar and helps you come up with a plan of hey, you know, I want to make sure that I am eating with the family, you know, at least four times a week right? With travel and, and work and things like that. If I get more, that's great. But at least four times a week, you know, we're eating together as a family. What do I need to, to do to make this a reality, right? What do I need to say no to this year? I think that's a good question for a lot of busy leaders to ask. What is our family planning and decision-making going to look like this year? How can I create more memories with my family? So those are some of the questions I ask for that uh, financial, how much money do I plan to earn this year? How much money will we save? How much money do we plan to invest? How much money do we plan to give away? To what causes and organizations are we going to support? What areas can we cut down on spending? Uh, any special areas we need to save for? Right, thinking about a new car or something with a house or college or weddings, whatever it may be. How much money will I invest in my personal health and fitness? Who benefits again if we achieve these goals? And then, you know, work goals, here's some of the questions I ask. What are the areas do I need to grow in this year for my business to be more successful? 
what are the benefits if my production or my sales or my outreach or my marketing, if they were to double or to triple this year, what are the benefits of that? What new services do I want to launch? What new partnerships and relationships do I need to establish? What are the sales or you know profit goals do we have? Right. So those are some of the work questions that I asked to, to come up with some goals. And so you want to, again, there's all kinds of stuff out there, again, how to make your goals actionable and, you know, smart, smart goals, right? Make them measurable and actionable, all those things. The reality is figure out, Hey, what, what was some stuff that worked this year? How can I improve on that? Um, if you are, you know, the, the person that's like, Hey, I, I'm not the, I'm not going to, you know, get my goals chart out every day and, and map all this out. And, and I'm not that, you know, type A, you know, type of person, Greg, that that's fine. I, again, I'm, I'm not that either. A lot of times I'm, um, you know, I plan enough and then, you know, Hey, let's get to work. And so as you think about again, next year, uh, or, or, or if you're listening to 2021, if I, if you want to make this a great year, it's going to take intentionality. And I think that's what you get when you're setting goals, you're setting resolutions is it helps you with intentionality, right? Every health goal, every fitness goal, your energy goals, your financial goals, relationships, giving it focus gives it intention, which gives you a greater chance at actually achieving that. And so as you reflect upon this, you know, 2020, and we start thinking and dreaming about 2021, I do hope and pray that you will continue to commit to stewarding yourself well, to taking care of, again, not only your how you spend your money, but how you spend your time, your energy, how you steward your health so that those that you lead and those that you love will benefit from the best version of you. So, um, all right, hit pause or hit stop and go start working on dreaming about and executing what 2021 could be like. Join us for the, the, uh, the new year, new you challenge. Again, you can sign up for that at challenge.peakenergynutrition.com slash start. It's completely free. You're going to get some good content and we're going to work together so that we can accomplish our goals. As always, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you would share it with your friends. And if you really enjoyed it, leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever platform you're listening, that would be a huge help so that other leaders can find us and learn more about what we're learning about. And don't forget, you can get 10% off your entire order at peakenergynutrition.com with the code podcast, 10% off your entire order. And remember, you owe it to those that you lead and to those that you love to bring your best energy. We'll see you next time.